Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. from desire mind and senses purified ladies and gentlemen welcome to the football ramble my name is marcus speller jim campbell's here hello luke moore's here enjoyed it and he's got no money but he's got his strong beliefs it's pete donaldson hello everyone Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to talk about football, that favourite subject of us all. Enjoyed the intro, but yeah. particularly enjoyed the frog in your throat at the start, <laughs> which, made, which really threw me off the scent. Oh, I yeah. you were going to go with it. It made me think that he wasn't freed from desire. <laughs> no. Desire was very no. much sal- making him salivate. Ch- yeah, ch- choking him, if anything. <laughs> desire had finished, on desire. It finished the moment before I said I was freed from it. <laughs> desire finishes at the weekend. You're back into the, to the proper stuff yeah. now. Towel yourself down, Marcus, and Indeed, let's get yeah. started. I would, well, before we talk about football, I'd like to congratulate our friend and brother Luke Moore for completing the South Run the Great South yes. Run oh thanks yeah I don't, the, the what are you running about, from Luke the you, less said about the, the better he was running down the Pompey Highway I was mm. <laughs> it is yeah. in Portsmouth isn't it it is yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah I think you should all do it with me next do year do you run past yeah. the is it Gunwharf is it Gunwharf you, where's Tiger Tiger you do, run, you do run past that you don't yeah. get into it though but uh, you do run past that. I'll tell you what though you could do a little shortcut but yeah you pick don't up, go to pick it up a, pick up a Bacardi Breezer yeah. and off you go <laughs> That's the thing about doing the Great South Run. There's a Bacardi Breezer at every mile marker. <laughs> and then when you get over the uh, finish line after 10 miles, you're completely exhausted. Blue Wicked? Yeah, they give you a, yeah, they give you a, a yard of, uh, of smell of ice. Yeah. And you have to down it, down it, down it. <laughs> and then a Portsmouth uh, Bellman facial tattoo. Exactly, and only yeah. then do you get the medal. <laughs> does, he, does he ring when it's the last mile? Yeah, Rings the yeah bell. he does, yeah, That's the last great. lap. Does yeah. he have plastic in his hair? Like kind of what, foil the, the in his man. hair. The mel- no, I think, the it's, I think it's part of his hat. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. But he does. He has braids tied into it, though, doesn't he? Yeah. Sh- should we talk about the Premier League? <laughs> <laughs> no, we want to talk about your your town shame. Yeah, <laughs> you and the bellman, the we ambassadors. We've only got about an hour. We, we want to talk about your dad. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with my dad. Thank you very much. Oh, well, your you... spiritual dad. Yeah. <laughs> while Luke was doing that, Pete was in Lisbon. He's a father. Was... He's a father to everyone in Portsmouth, really. Is he? Yeah. Indeed. Let's go on at a Premier League. Spurs. They battered Liverpool. They put a big marker down, Jim. And that is the kind of result that Spurs probably thought, hang on a minute, people think they can turn up to Wembley, our rented accommodation, (laughs) and tell us what to do. We'll have some of that, Klopp. Absolutely. I I tell you what, I think even Katie Hopkins probably feels for Dan Lovren today. 
I mean, <laughs> my God. Doubtful. What? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never seen uh, such a haphazard display from a Premier League. <laughs> it was footballer. It was, it was who knows his onions. You're in Newcastle, you know. I, I know that. I know, right? I know. But I, so you I, better I, get used to it. They'll be taking him on loan in <laughs> Yeah, they're probably purged from your memories immediately. Imagine yeah. you've got a recycle bin that filters that stuff out. But like the second goal, the one where the ball, he just let the ball go over his head and sort of died for it. Like it was like. You know that video of Japanese people playing football with binoculars on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've just got no sense of, of, yeah. of space at all. Yeah. It's absolutely phenomenal. I know he wasn't the only player at fault, but getting it, it just said, it 33 just, minutes, my I mean, God. Was, was that an injury or was that... Because he, he, he looked That's really off the story, pace. But he would misjudge headers like you wouldn't believe. Do you, want, do you want my hot take on why he did that? Because he had such a poor start. He was, he was trying to be assertive. And he was trying yeah, to right. get his confidence back. And they're, 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 that, I think he probably has got a niggle, actually. I think he probably they, they had, had, had a back listen. problem, isn't yeah. it? And and the and they were they were defending <clears throat> such low confidence mm. in the entire defence really. I think Klopp said, oh no, so Henderson said, didn't he? Yeah. Any one of them, any one of us could have come off, um, but it was him. Um, there's a great example of, uh, of 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 the confidence being low because I think it was either the first goal or certainly an early chance when Gomez was playing them all on side. Yeah, that's the first one. And yeah, okay, and um, Matip. And Lovren both looked over at the linesman, mm. put their arm. It's like, don't worry about that. You know, mm. I talk about this a lot, and it's really important. I think you don't need to do that. If you're offside, the assistant referee will give it offside. Yeah. If he doesn't think it's offside, he's not going to give it. He's not going to go. I didn't think that was offside because you put your arm <laughs> yeah. in the air. I'm going to give it's it. It's not a dance routine in the full Monty. No, it's not. A, it's not like a cricket wicket. You have to appeal it either. Yeah, right. It's exactly. just happened. Hawkeye. So, I'd so, like to bring in Hawkeye for this one, please. <laughs> yeah, well, quite immediately. Some people would. Some people would like football to go on that road, but we haven't got time for that now. But so I think they were defending very, very low on confidence. And Lovren just thought, you know what, I'm going to assert myself here. What, mm. what I need to do is I need to, need to go and win that ball and show Kane that I'm here. Yet he's, he's, he's so out of form that he's completely misjudged. It, it, it was embarrassing. Yeah, it was no, sad to see, really. It was. No sooner as they, they registered back-to-back clean sheets, they then go and concede four like that. But Klopp's um, his post-match press conference was, or, or comments were, were, were quite barbed, really, or quite brutal. I mean, he, he said it was really bad, bad, bad defending. He said he could have done better in his trainers and all this kind of stuff. Mm. This is a different change of tack for, for, for Klopp, who's well, usually fairly sort of jovial. Well, you can, you can sort of, uh, the, the buckle has gone away from the swash, or the swash has gone away from the buckle, but they just can't seem to defend. And I've never, I've, I've never seen a Liverpool team so dependent on one player, and that player is Salah. Like, mm. they just go, can you do something, please? Can you just make something out of nothing? Because we're just, we're just producing nothing uh, it's in, like, it's in like, the final third. It's like they rely on, it's like they rely on, they won 7-0 the midweek. The mid good true, good, yeah. good point, good point. <laughs> but, but no, you're right though, they do seem to rely on, because although people will talk about, Pete's, Pete's half right there, because a lot of people will talk about Liverpool being great going forward. Well, actually, I think they're right up there in terms of, uh, sorry, they're right down there in terms of chances converted. Right. They create a lot of chances, mm. but in comparison, they don't score a huge amount of goals. And I think you've hit on something there because they either seem to rely independently on Coutinho, Coutinho to do something, yeah. or Firmino yeah. to do something, or Salah to do something, or Mane to do something. And, mm. and you wonder whether there's a real cohesion between them. And Spurs, and Spurs could have, I mean, they were, they were fantastic. Mm. They, could have, they could have scored any, any amount of goals. And it also throws into sharp focus the way Man United approached the game against Liverpool. Mm. Because you thought, well, they're, sort of they're, they're there for, the for taking, it, absolutely, really. yeah. I mean, I think, as you say about Klopp coming out and being a little more critical of his players after the game, Marcus, I just think this has happened so many times. He's, he's probably thinking, well, I don't, I've got nothing else left. You know, I, 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 I have I, to I, give I, them a rocket I can only doing I can it only, over and over. I yeah. mean, if Matt's just kind of just dropping, you know, dropping passes left, right and centre, you're like, well, what, what can you do? I mean, yeah. Chan, it, it was a challenge. It seemed to have a, a pretty pretty poor game as well. I mean, Chan certainly did play. He was booked. He didn't play that well. Um, the most telling quote from Klopp for me was, I don't know if you guys heard it, but he said, oh, I'm not, we don't teach, we don't coach the kind of defender where you defend the throwing. It's yeah. like, well, <laughs> insane. I think there's there's it, no reason to not do that. Is yeah. it at a point where he's, he's thinking they're, they're at a top level. So the, the players should know the basics like that. And for that reason, they've probably forgotten them because well, they're concentrating <laughs> on other things. I'll tell you what, if that's the case, then um, you can understand that a, a really individual error, like a Lovren thing, fine that's you can't necessarily legislate for that but what you can do as a coach is you can instill confidence in your team and i'll tell you who played bloody well under pochettino at southampton day in lovren mm. yeah he, play, he played well enough for liverpool to sign him so he's obviously a good defender at some way he was at some point yet now it seems that he can't he can't buy any confidence and and um we got we got a really funny uh, tweet from someone saying that um, they noticed 
that Day and Lovren, um, this is it, it's from Martin Salisbury, he says, uh, Day and Lovren channeled a 14-year-old who's just been unceremoniously dumped by deleting any reference to Liverpool from his Instagram bio after the game yesterday. Did he really? Oh, God. I feel a bit I really feel for him, I do, because it's horrible to just be hung out to dry. And I mean, imagine how awful you would feel about getting hooked after 33 minutes just in any game, let alone with 80,000 people in the stadium and it being on telly. (laughs) It's happened to me, don't worry about it. It was was 20 minutes each way, five aside. It happened to me once when um, I was playing out in New Zealand and the manager decided to... Uh, in New Zealand as well. Try with me up. I oh, know it's poor standard. Try, try, try with me up front, and after about twenty minutes, he's like, "That's not working. Come on." Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds ridiculous, Marcus. It's probably never happened to you because you're a good player, but um, uh, and it's probably never happened to you because you don't ever start games. No, no. But, <laughs> I'm just joking. That's but, funny. Do you know what? Do you know what really? That's ten if that. Do you know what really hit me hard was the fact that oh, that sounds ridiculous. But no running that, subs. That, that, that I couldn't come back on again. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's like, that's me now. <laughs> Is it like when That's you go paintballing done. and you get shot and you're like, wow, I've only done. been doing yeah. two minutes. Cost me a fortune. Wipe that off. It's, yeah. only, it's only hit my wrist. <laughs> now you're dead. Yeah. Mike, uh, Mike, Mike Ellis uh, uh, sent us a little email oh, uh, what Maradona had to say about uh, Salah, uh-huh. the aforementioned Salah. Uh, Salah is a brilliant player who can move right and left and he can score goals with his leg and his head. Mm-hmm. His leg? Yeah. Leg? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, Innovative. When he stopped finishing uh, managing in the United Arab Emirates, surely Maradona's <laughs> he's a pundit, isn't he? Yeah. He's, um, are we doing Monday Night Football with Gary what, Neville with that what, kind of analysis? What is a foot if not the end of a leg? <laughs> and also, normal mortals don't see it like that. <laughs> Mama B- uh, Baram Juf is listening to this at the moment going, I always scored my leg. That's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did, yeah. But yeah. What, what about, Marcus, what about a note, at least a few words for, for Spurs who, mm. uh, in front of a massive crowd, were yeah, absolutely fantastic. A record uh, Premier League attendance of, of that, just over 80,000. Does this, can we count this? It's not their, was it a, it's not their home ground. Yeah, I'm not having it. Was it a Premier League game? Was it a Premier League game? It's a question for you, Pete. There's two questions, aren't there? You yeah. guys have hit one. Was it a Premier League game? Yes. The answer is yes. Were those people actually there? <laughs> <laughs> if the answer to that is also yes, yeah. then yes, it counts. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, true. I refuse to say... I, I don't think Premier League ground should be allowed escalators. So I'm just putting that out Why? There. Why? What, in general? Because... Because, well, that's not an answer. Yeah, it's, 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 it's too fancy. <laughs> Pete, after my run yesterday, I needed an escalator today. Let me tell you that. Well, the lifts are for you. I needed one in my house. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it was it was a brilliant performance for Spurs. And to to use one of your favourite expressions, Luke, they were cock a hoop. They were, because, weren't they? Just and and you know, Liverpool, let's let's get this right. Um, Spurs were fantastic, and yeah. I think they took a lot of confidence from from the, from the game midweek, and we expected that. I think Spurs needed a result like that at Wembley because. Uh, like I said, you know, a number of minutes ago, okay, they beat uh, was it Bournemouth there one nil and so on, and people. Mm, mm. It's that psychological thing with that kind of result. People think, oh, hang on, they, they've clicked. Well, yeah. they, they can play at Wembley now, and I know it's a slightly silly point. Can Spurs play at Wembley? Of course they can. Yeah, but they have struggled a little bit this season by that's, their own lofty standards. That's as much for the fans as well. Yeah, they'll be so pumped going into the next exactly. game off the memory of that. Yeah, and, and that, it, that just builds the atmosphere, which we, we all know from having been there. It's quite hard at Wembley. Sometimes. Yeah, and, and, yeah and, definitely. And, and also, I think Mignolet doing what he did in the first five minutes I, 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 no, not many people were blaming Mignolet certainly at the end of the match because it was just a nightmare to performance at the back anyway mm-hmm. but like it's not a great start is it like if you keep <laughs> no, you no, know, no. legs it out and just oh, well God, that's the problem they've got you know. isn't it that's the problem mm. they've got <laughs> but, but Spurs um, uh, the point I wanted to make about them was that mm-hmm. this game in a way I know Liverpool are a good team but we've talked a lot this season um, and possibly the end of last season as well again about do Spurs if even when they do struggle is it because teams make it hard for them mm-hmm. well in, in a way, then, you could argue this game against Liverpool was tailor-made for them because Liverpool won't make it hard for them. Mm-hmm. They'll come at them mm-hmm. and leave a lot of gaps and Spurs can exploit that, which they did. Mm-hmm. And also, Liverpool are a big enough name, as you guys just alluded to, to give them confidence should they win because they think, well, we've beaten Liverpool now. Mm-hmm. Liverpool can score goals. I mean, Salah's fantastic. You know, they've got players in there who can do stuff. Um, so it's huge for them for a number of reasons. And they're now joint on points with Manchester United. They are. And I'm very much in the race. Well, so they're suddenly right back in it when people thought, ah, oh, is it sort of two horse race with, with with the Manchester sides? But also with with Spurs, you say about you know, is it is it a case of just make it hard for for Spurs to win the game? Well, I mean, we will talk about Huddersfield in a short while. But look at the way Huddersfield tried to play against them. Mm. They're beaten four nil. Mm. Yeah. You know, they, and then they did the same approach. And uh, and Tom Ince's comments were quite uh, interesting about Manchester United. Spurs look like they've really clicked and they're away now. Yeah, I, I, again. You know they've always been picking up points throughout the season, but you know going away to the Bernabeu, getting a point there, winning at home against Dortmund—that's that builds mm. confidence. So Absolutely, much. and the versatility from Pochettino we've seen mm. again. Like playing yeah. Serge Aurier at left back because he knows that mm. Salah cuts in quite often. That's a lovely uh, one. Yeah. That's a, that's a very, did, very, very well smart well. move. Yeah. Until, until like the, the Monday morning papers uh, just say, "Oh well, Pochettino's going to go to Real Madrid." It's like, can yeah. they not have a couple of days? Yeah, <laughs> just kill a couple of yeah. days. Well, also, yeah. Spurs go to Old Trafford next week. They do. Yeah, it's a huge one. There was a link from in in one of the tabloids about how. 
Harry Kane going to Madrid, same sort of thing. But the, the they're head, all off to Madrid, Jim. The headline was Harry Spain, and I did enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, Harry Spain. Which, which basically is why the article was written. Yeah. <laughs> so I was walking to the office. I've got one, guys. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah. Harry Spain. Write okay. it up. Have, 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 have you fact checked it? Shut up. Yeah. Has he got a bus like Catalan? Yeah. <laughs> Have you fact checked it? Yes. Spain rhymes with Kane. Uh-huh. It's definite. It definitely does. Is, Say it to yourself. Is Deli Ali? Is he off to the United Arab Emirates to Ali Alin or something? Like, no, no, not yet. Save that one for ten years' time. You've gone too far there. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm doing oh, speaking, the whole thing. speaking of Ali, though, Marcus, oh, here's one for you because we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago about England having a deeper line midfield player. Ooh. But England, yes. Ali played deeper against Liverpool. Mm-hmm. You're the England expert. You're our England correspondent. <laughs> yeah. What's your latest on it? Well, did you see Gareth Southgate on the I weekend? Did. He was at St James's Park. Didn't see much there, did he? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> saying that if you pull Ali too far back, he might step on John's toes. <laughs> and you know how angry John well, gets. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that later for sure. But before we move on from this game, a couple more points I want to make really, really quickly. One is, we said on this show a month or so ago mm. that in his inability to set up a team to defend will do for Klopp. Yeah, I still think that. Um, and I absolutely... Uh, Sun was fantastic as well, by the way. Oh. And the final one is, I absolutely loved Diego Maradona being sat oh. next to Daniel Levy in the stand. Diego Maradona's season starts next week. Yeah. Like, as yeah. the Does manager. <laughs> yeah. But he's next scout- week. scouting potential new recruits. <laughs> he's looking increasingly like a Star Wars character, isn't he? <laughs> he is! He absolutely so is. So do you reckon Daniel Levy's... He, he went along with Daniel Levy, and then at the end of the game, because they were sat next to each other... He said, so Daniel, um, can we have Harry Kane on loan or not? <laughs> there, was a, there was a picture of him touching uh, Loris's arm, and it was oh. the same arm that had the very strong wrist attached to it uh, that saved from, uh, from Coutinho. Then. So you're saying you he's are. passed on the hand of God? Wrist yeah, of God. So, yeah. Wrist of God. <laughs> wrist of God. <laughs> oh, Maradona. Being paraded <laughs> around with a Spurs shirt, Ted Maradona on the back. Glory. Because yeah. um, he played in a testimonial once. <laughs> yeah. and, the, and the commentator for the highlights had, had the date, and it primed. Yeah. Like so-and-so, 1986. Or he, knew, he knew it was yeah. coming. It was before that. <laughs> in lady. a way, the highlight of Maradona's career. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, yeah, Klopp is struggling. Um, and, and, and if we look across Liverpool, then Ronald Koeman is struggling as well. He won't be in a job much longer if Everton don't improve. Um, but Big Veng certainly enjoyed his 68th birthday at Goodison Park, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Lovely old time. Eventually, though. Eventually, Jim. yeah. It was it was one of those sort of kind of typical match patterns where Arsenal had the better of the play. And they flew out the block, started very well. It was, it was just it was very enjoyable from the off. But then the first goal, you, just Ro- I thought Rooney scoring against us was done. I thought that was a thing <laughs> in the past. But no, because like, Xhaka was tackled and was looking for the foul and had that. Just basically spent too long complaining about it, which gave Rooney enough time to set himself and score. And it's just like, oh God, not this again. Do but they, do, luckily, Everton will give you loads of space. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> None of them know where they're do meant think, to be. Do you, think, do you think with Arsenal, when they were knocking it around there and Czech had, a, had one, didn't he? Yeah, when, we had when, two. Yeah, he had a few. Do you think they've been watching Man City and going, yeah, I remember <laughs> yeah. doing this. Maybe, yeah. That's how you do it. At times, they were just irresististible, weren't they? They, were, and they scored a beauty in, in midweek as well. Fantastic uh-huh, yeah. work. 30 so, shots. So lovely to watch. Same old stuff for, for Everton as far as that they were 3-1 down in the final minute and conceded five. Yeah. yeah. It I, happened uh, at Old Trafford, didn't yeah. it? Who are, yeah. the, who are the younger players going to learn off? I mean, that back line is so disorganised. Not you, Dawson. Like, not me. No. But like, like, look, look at someone like Keane. Like, who is he going to learn off? Because mm. everyone's just well, it's meant, absolute nonsense. It's, it's meant to be Jagielka and Williams. <laughs> yeah. God, like, Williams has had a week. Yeah, <laughs> he really has done, hasn't he? Um, only Crystal Palace have a worse goal difference than Everton in the league and they're now in the bottom three. And it really is quite worrying. You know, people said at the start of the season with Everton, it's quite an interesting thing what's going on there. They've spent a lot of money. And then people started thinking, oh, hang on, there's a lot of number 10s. And that could go wrong. And it, and it really is but going they, wrong. But they are saying they're completely unbalanced. They're so big in, in midfield and they haven't strengthened their back line and they just don't, don't have any strikers. And that was the problem at the start of the season, everyone was saying. And they well, King keep... coming in was to strengthen the black well, line. Yeah. I, I, think, I think all that stuff about the attacking midfield players and the strikers and stuff, I agree with you guys. But I think it's quite an easy problem to solve. And, 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 and the problem stems from that they've signed Wayne Rooney. So mm. if Wayne Rooney, I don't know the relationship between Koeman and Rooney, but I presume Wayne Rooney wants to play and that's why he went there, right? Mm. Well, if Wayne Rooney would sit on the bench, the problem wouldn't be as bad because Sigurdsson would play in the hole where he has to play. That's his position. He has yeah. to have the front. Do you not think signing Sigurdsson was, was a silly well, move now e- that when e- they got Rooney? Either or. Because Rooney's scoring. Okay, well, you could put it that way. My point is then one of them has to play and one of them has to not play. Well, of course, yeah. Because if Rooney plays further up front, he just drops deep. Mm-hmm. And if, if Sigurdsson can't play up front, so they need to drop one of them. They've got, they've got, two, many, they've got two in one spot. Well, we've, I mean, we've said that it's in, and, and Davey Clarsen as well, who's been mm. sitting on the bench as well, one of their new recruits. Well, there's Barkley to come back as well because they play all four of them <laughs> in, in that hole. <laughs> 
a flat stuff that hole. <laughs> you, you, you say that as a joke, but like, there's four, if, you, if you take those four players, mm. well, the reason that Klaassen sit on the bench, is it because he's the worst of them? I don't know, but I'll tell you what it is. It's probably the, the path of least resistance for Koeman, so it's mm. easier for him mm. to drop him. And Barkley's obviously injured, so it's easy. It, it, it's an easier conversation for Koeman to have with Klaassen than it is with Rooney. I, I know Rooney's... To be fair, it's done okay. Well, Rooney's scoring, so you, you, you'd be reluctant to take him out the side. Sigurdsson was no signed else for... else that's why. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Sigurdsson, excuse me, went for, for an enormous fee. So to stick a £45 million or whatever he was on the bench. So you're right, David Clarsen is probably the one who's been sacrificed there. It may well be down to performances. I haven't really watched him that closely. But going back to the game, the sending off of Idrissa Gay was, was, yeah. was a turning point because Everton did look... <laughs> I know my, Keane said that the players have let Koeman down and of course the players have got to take their responsibility or share of the responsibility but I didn't think Everton were that bad on the it's, day there were spells it's the, when it's they It's the disorganisation though I mm. think that if you can't set up a team that look like they can defend mm. against like one footballer it, I, I just don't understand <laughs> yeah. what the situation, what the situation I, is on the training I, Yeah ground. you're right with the organisation because like I say they've clearly got some talent in that side uh, and at times there was there was a few moments, but it was it was within a sort of a disorganised system. You say that, Mark. You say they they you know didn't play that badly, and I'm not saying they were terrible. But look at what a good game Jordan Pickford had to have, well, despite true. still conceding five goals. Arsenal had yeah. thirty shots. I mean, obviously the man yeah. going off makes mm. a big difference to that, but they they just gave Arsenal too much space. I mean, Mesut Özil had the, you know the best game he's had all season, and it's because they allowed him space. You know, you. you you can't be doing that at home, Absolutely. surely. I, I've, I know I'm somebody who jumps on the back of Özil, maybe a bit too much, but I thought that with, with Özil, I thought they're, they're making it quite easy for him. Mm. First of all, I thought, why is he? Why is he finally now started playing in not middle of October? I, I couldn't really work out why that was. Well, it Wenger might, said it's now he's fully fit, but I don't know whether yeah. he's... that's possible. It's possible, yeah. but yeah. it might just be as, as, as Jim touched on that um, that they made it so easy for him mm. and and. Idrissa Gay was sent off right. He's playing defensive midfield um, position essentially on his own. I mean, who was with him? Flasic, who's very inexperienced and likes to get forward, and Sigurdsson, who's not really a defensive midfield player. Right. And, and, and so he's playing on his own. If you're playing on your own against a team like Arsenal, who Jim has just had, had 30 shots and had about 70% possession, <laughs> you know, getting sent off as a defensive midfield player from two yellow cards can happen because you know, that, that, stretched. that second yellow card was a genuine attempt to play the ball. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it wasn't a yellow card, but he tried to play the ball and he was just late. And, so, and he's already on a yellow, so he goes. And then, even mm-hmm. then after that... Um, Kuman didn't change it around very quickly. No, he, he was very slow. Yeah, and, and so they didn't shore anything up and go. Do you know what? We'll t- I can't remember what the score was at that point, but we'll, we'll take. We'll just take it as it is. Well, it was two one when he got sent off. Right. So you just get what, what you've got to do for for me. Then, if you're a struggling team, which they are, change it around, make it tough. Just have two banks of four. Rooney can go in there. He's played centre midfield before. Mm-hmm. Put four and four in there. Have someone up front on their own and just make it hard and pray you can nick something from a set piece exactly. and get a draw. You're trying to nick something. They were nowhere near doing that. Yeah. Nowhere near. What, and, and I think it's because the players don't know what they're supposed to be doing. Well, it was what the, and they've got no confidence. Yeah, when, they're, the, when they're backed into the wall, they yeah. don't know where the wall is. No, right, yeah. It was right. The, side, the side who um, went there, uh, not Leon, the other, uh, I forget the Atalanta. Others. Uh, no, because they played oh, away. Oh, Hadjuk. Yeah. Hadjuk was, it, was it Hadjuk who got the yeah. draw? Yeah. Hadjuk, was that when Sigurdsson scored that insane goal? No. That was away from home, John. No, no, not that one. When they played at home, anyway, right. and they went down to 10 men, whoever it was, forgive my uh, forgetfulness there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and they were down to 10 men, the, the, the opposition, but they managed to get something out of the game because they made it difficult and they nicked something, was it on a set piece or something like that? You know, learn from... Oh, was it not Limassol? Uh, yeah, that, yeah, I think that's yeah, right. Yeah, it was Limassol, yeah, it was. Hadjuk Split was in the uh, playoff, yeah. 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 But, but, but either way, like, when Arsenal are one of those teams that do know how to give and go, give and go, pass, it, it just, just constantly yeah. showing for each other, uh, a really undisciplined, kind of disorganised team, they're not going to want to kind of chase the ball because they'll be pulled out of position, whatever crappy position they've got found themselves <laughs> on the pitch anyway, and, and they're just going to lose more goals. It's so leaky, leaky, so We're getting weird. to the point now, Pete, where they're... they're Stage of the season where managers start getting sacked. Everton don't Everton don't sack managers very quickly. Mm. We're getting to the start of the season now. Uh, sorry, to the stage of the season now. Everton played Chelsea away in the League Cup, and Kuma's got the same position he had when they played. I think was it Sunderland in the last round. Mm. Got to play a strong team because they can't afford to lose another game. After that, they go to Leicester, yeah. and, and Leicester were good at the weekend, mm. and they've got a good coach. I think now 
Um, and that could be very, very tough for them. They'll I, concede goals in that game. I, I, I just get the feeling that Kuma's a personality manager rather than a tactical, uh, you know, well, master. And I think that's been proved out with how, how disorganised the team's been. And I will say the word disorganisation again. But um, will Sacking him? improve anything well, you've still got a lot of round pegs square holes and yeah. you've still got no strikers it's like it's well, going to improve we've got to that stage of the season uh, with regards to managers that one national newspaper is trying to suggest that David Moyes is on for a sensational return to Goodison Park well well, the thing is if they, if they sack the manager the assistant is his brother so that's going to be a bit of a situation isn't it Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, know, I should be loyal to the family but yeah this is a great opportunity for me, yeah. <laughs> But everyone's talking about uh, Unsworth uh, sort of stepping up and, uh, mm. and taking the reins for a bit. Would that be a, a solution? Because he's worked with a lot of the younger players. It's like, well, they've signed a lot of players, haven't they? <laughs> Duncan Ferguson, player Duncan manager. Ferguson, this is how you bloody defender set piece. I mean, well, at least it, put him up front. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get him up striker. A couple of headers. He's not going to stand on the ten's toes, is he? <laughs> well, he might literally He'll stand but... on their neck. Yeah. Duncan, Duncan Ferguson is forty-five and looks an all right, Nick. Yeah. It's not the worst, it's not the worst <laughs> it's not, idea look, ever. Look, Andy Carroll could still play at forty-five, I reckon, because well, he'll he'll have played a hundred games well, at all. He would have improved by that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but defenders don't now defend against tall players in two thousand and seventeen. So no. Duncan Ferguson might probably do do something. There we are. That's all I'm saying. In two thousand and twenty-seven, they might not either. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, we, we mentioned Everton in the Europa League. Of course, they, they played um, Leon at Goodison Park. Didn't get a very good result there. The, the Everton fan who punched uh, a Leon player while holding his three-year-old son. Some of you would have seen this uh, with, with the big melee that happened when uh, Ash, um, Ashley Williams got involved. and it's, It was all a bit silly. Brutal. There was a bit of a brawl and some of the fans came down. And I never knew something could be so funny and so depressing at the same time. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. It is one of those ones. Well, the, the, the Everton fan who did punch a Leon player, and that, that did happen, sadly. He said he was ashamed of what he did. And then he went on to say that he was angry with the club's security because they let, let him do it. Yeah, and the others get <laughs> so, so close Look what you break me do. Um, he was also angry with the players themselves because, in his words, they're supposed to be an example. Now, this is a man, this is a man who punched a fellow human being while holding his three-year-old son. And he's accusing other people of setting a good probably, example. Probably blames his son for not being able to follow up with the left. <laughs> yeah. They, they I would have followed up with the left. You better set a good example. <laughs> they should be giving them my wages. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of respect I got for them. Oh, like, what? Dearie, <laughs> yeah, he was. He was uh, not the uh, sharpest tool in the shed, and, and also it, very, as I said earlier, very, very depressing mm. to see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, does, does his son get banned? Because he's been banned. Oh, yeah. son get, well, his involved. son didn't actually throw a punch. Did no, he? so hopefully, the, hopefully they'll see sense. Yeah, but he was a counterweight to the pivot. I would say scandal as three-year-old banned from football. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, dear. Should we go to Huddersfield Town, everybody? Yeah. Uh, they became the first Fantastic. side to defeat uh, Mourinho's Man United this season. All the chat, of course, was about Huddersfield showing more passion and commitment to the cause, which seemed to be the case. Man, United were des- desperately poor. They were bad, mm. weren't they? I think David Wagner's uh, getting a bit revenge for old Kloppo. From the, <laughs> well, apparently, the the, one of the reports said that uh, Wagner celebrated by having a drink of Pepsi at home and messaging Klopp. Like, that's, that's, that right? how you, that's how you break <laughs> him down. Is that, is that sponsored? <laughs> is that a bit of insidious sponsorship? <laughs> it's Pepsi, but it's, it was very explicit in that. Yeah, I like the fact that he's just he's just having a sip of a, a soft drink. Yeah, <laughs> and a man after my own heart. No need for the hard stuff. <laughs> no, you're you know. a phantom man anyway. Uh, that's true. Yeah, generally speaking. More, um, so if you are listening, Coca-Cola Enterprises. Yeah, to, uh... <laughs> we, have, we, have, we have got yeah. an office with yeah. no fridge. Yeah. Coca-Cola own it all. Don't worry about it. Um, Mourinho's quote. They always win. Mourinho's quote was telling. We just said the best team won. And mm. I thought, hang on, there's got to be more to this. Yeah, I thought that. I was is... expecting about five or six minutes on this. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when, when Ander Herrera's comments were brought up, that's that's when it all came out, wasn't it? Because Herrera said that he felt the uh, that Huddersfield basically wanted it more, and we're just we're just you know more energetic. That is more their brand, though, isn't it? Kicking yeah. the hell out of everyone. Well, so I mean. Expect it, guys. Expect it. It's well, gone out. Quite, absolutely. But um, they were organised. You see, with a bit of organisation, mm. that's what you can do. Yeah. Well, it, it, Herrera said that in, in what's known as the flash interview straight after the game, and, and Mourinho hadn't heard that until it was put to him in the press conference, and he was like, he, he said that. Oh my god. He's, he questioned why any of the players would go onto the pitch with that attitude, and I mean, you have to agree with him. There, it, it was mm. just a just a bad day at the office. Where do you think that's come from, though? Why has that happened? Well, absolutely. That's that's what I uh, that's what I question myself. It almost feels like um, this is more suited to what happens in the third season of um, of Mourinho, the TV show. I you was out. I, mean? I, I was out of the police station inside half an hour with my solicitor, <laughs> but I'm ashamed of what I've done. I already know. I'm not a fucking dickhead. 
<laughs> back to the Everton yeah. Why not? Why not? I was getting bored of that fun. Mourinho stuff. I knew I'd put myself and my son in a dangerous position. <laughs> it was not intentional, but I'd been too concentrated on screaming abuse at the players for being shit. <laughs> is, this, is this better or worse than the Newcastle van punching the police horse? Pete... Can, can, suppo- we, can we have a marks out an idiot? They're please? supposed to be setting an example. They're professional athletes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think John Terry's still got that Dad of the Year award? Because I know who's <laughs> more. more on John later, of course. Um, but Cantona we- run off the pitch and gave a fan a Kung Fu kick in the chest. Yeah, I'm the worst thing in football. Are they deluded? Who's <laughs> <laughs> interviewing this man? Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, it doesn't look the best on video. <laughs> that was his final quote. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah. he, yeah, he claims he was sort of caught in a surge, wasn't he? Yeah. He basically, oh, my fist just sort of got caught up in the current. <laughs> Sorry about that, Huddersfield fans. That's but, all right. Yeah. yeah. I thought, oh, maybe I'll just give one quote on that and we'll move on. But no, no. ramble will prevail. It ladies will. And, gentlemen. And, and so it should. So I apologise there. Uh, but yeah, if Huddersfield play that sort of harassing style and, and punishing mistakes and, and defending well... They play a lot like that guy. But they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they set a good example. Yeah, very much so. Or, or they showed that organisation is, is necessary if you're, going to, um, if you're going to show a good example. But they, they could go to Anfield and get something with the way Klopp's team uh, played on the weekend and the way Huddersfield did. Well, you say that about the Klopp thing, and Jim did finish the Liverpool thing by saying, no, they're not in a great way at the moment. And I thought to myself when he said that, I thought... I don't. I don't remember the last time they lost in the Premier League. It was the Ars- Was it? I can't remember the last time they lost. But they lost to Man City. Didn't yeah, they? and mm. it, it was the Man City game, which is quite a while ago now. But then I looked at the league table, and they're in ninth. Yeah, which is nowhere near good yeah. enough for yeah. them. You know. So you're right. I mean, clearly they're they've got big problems. So Huddersfield. I mean, they'll be confident after this game. They worked really, really hard. I know it's all the cliche stuff, but they did. And I think David Wagner knows when he plays a team like Man United. Look, what are we going to have to do? We're going to have to do everything brilliantly. Yeah play at the very peak of our powers and try really, really hard and hope United have an off day. Mm. Well, guess what? They had an off day. And all the players are buying into it. You yeah. know, Aaron Moy looks like a real leader and, yeah, and, and a very pivotal so. player and, and Ince providing a bit of pace and flair Definitely. in there. As well. And also, I mean, Lukaku got a brilliant assist for Rashford's goal, but he was isolated for a lot of the game. I wonder if Wagner's looked at the Liverpool game and gone, OK, you know what, this is, this is how you play against Lukaku and sort of imprinted that on his own team as well. And the Aaron Moy point is an interesting one as well because you think, well, he was, like, he was at Man City. Mm-hmm. He went on loan to Huddersfield. He's never going to get a game at Man City in that midfield. Yeah, he's shown he can play in the Premier League. Of course. So it's sad that they're stockpiling players, if that's the case, because there's probably quite a few more players yeah. who could play at the Premier League who never get a game. Or is this, is this a plan? Like, there's, there's an agent of City in every team uh, United play. Well, it's a double agent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not. <laughs> Maybe. That's what it is. Oh, dear. But yeah, Manchester United, five points behind uh, Manchester City now. Next to home for them is yeah. Spurs. And then Chelsea away. Yeah, I mean, you've got to say as well that five points looks like getting you know greater rather than smaller, doesn't it, at the moment? But then Manchester City away at uh, Tony Pulis's West Brom, who are in terrible nick though. Yeah, but yeah. Pulis and, and likes to spoil a party, and, and then yeah, they're at home. A party going on there. Then they're at home to the mighty Arsenal. Oh God! I said that on your behalf, Jim. Yeah, we're going to talk about shuddered. We're going to talk about correspondence and uh, and and all oh, Watford oh. selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. 
Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. this if i had 99 more england caps i'd have had 100 welcome back to the football ramble everybody it's now time for correspondence with peter don hello pete don i'm pete don with some emails <laughs> um, is that a malfunction yeah a little bit um, <laughs> do you, do you do the new ios <laughs> <laughs> i want to say a big hello to dalton Hello, Dalton. Uh, good day, Ramblers. Hope all is well. Uh, upon hearing uh, your Hodgson, ch- Hodgson, Hodgson chat <laughs> on last, that, on last Monday's show, uh, Roy Hodgson, Roy the boy, I had to get in touch to tell you about my encounter with the great man last mm. weekend. Uh, as the deluded Geordie I am, I endured the 14-hour round trip from my home to go and watch Newcastle away at Southampton uh, last Sunday. After a thrilling game, me and my friend were walking <laughs> around the site of St Mary's to prepare for the long drive back when we saw a lovely steel-grey new Audi driving around five miles per hour, leaving the stadia. Uh, the oddest thing was uh, the boot of the car was wide open. Oh. Myself and a few onlookers shouted to the car and the driver who presumed we were either uh, it, we presumed was either A drunk or B senile to inform them of the mistake before the man next to me closed the boot of the slowly moving car. The confused driver then pulled up, opened the door and outstepped ex-England manager Roy Hudson. Looking exceptionally startled and confused, he uttered, what's going on? We, re- <laughs> we replied, telling him his boot was wide open, to which he replied, oh, was it? I was wondering why people were beeping at me. Thanks. And crawled back in his presumably very expensive car. Huh. Apologies for the long message, uh, but uh, this encounter was not only entertaining, but provided a wonderful insight into why we lost to Iceland. I bet the <laughs> boot... yeah, Virgil van Dijk tied up in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> I, was about to say, I bet the boot had like, training cones. Hola, <laughs> uh, Ramblers. Uh, Tom Hendy is here. Uh, did anyone see the ball boy slash steward at the Arsenal corner in the 27th minute at the match over the weekend? More importantly, does anyone recall the circle game? Or at least that's what it's called in Australia. For anyone who doesn't remember, it's a simple game. You get to make a circle with a thumb and a index finger, putting it below your waistline. Oh, yeah, if you yeah, manage yeah. To, to get anyone to look into the circle, yeah. I think it's without putting your finger in it. Yeah. If, to, 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 to stop them doing what they're going to do next, you've got yeah. to put your finger in it. Um, you're allowed to hit that person that's right. if they look into the hole, so to mm-hmm. speak. Just as Sanchez begins his approach to the corner, aforementioned ball boy slash steward makes the circle and the game continues seemingly without notice. Frankly, I am surprised that Sanchez didn't go to ground merely at the sight of it. But if you could <laughs> entertain this thought for the moment, had Sanchez seen it and the matchday official com- complied uh, by the rules of the game, punching Sanchez in the face, what is an appropriate <laughs> punishment for the official? Does it warrant a red card? Induction to the Everton Hall of Fame? And would the punch be the final straw in getting the Sanchez-shaped hole uh, idiot to uh, b- bugger off to any uh, league that can tolerate him? Love the shows. Always the highlight of my week. So, what's rude the, from Tom Hendy. What's but the name of that? Tom Hendy. Tom Hendy, yeah. Never email again. <laughs> Why? You're always slagging off the listeners who, who take their time out to email the show. Show at thefootballramble.com. Do email again. I'm yeah, do email again. That was good. I, again. I enjoyed that and I've, I remember that game. There are so many. <laughs> You've got a lot of emails this week, didn't you, Pete? Mm. I have got a lot of emails yeah. this week. Yeah, do you want to check out this uh, one from... Um, you followed this sort on, on, on to me. Yeah, Michael Park. Uh, hi, Luke. I appreciate I'm slightly behind on this, so just consider it an FYI rather than a contribution for the show. My friend Peter was born in Finland, but grew up in Papua New Guinea. He's included in the picture. With his, mission, yeah. with his missionary parents. Oh, meaning yeah. that only, we will only accept DNA samples that we can test. Yeah. Uh, That's that what only, Meaning that only does he qualify to be a citizen of Papua New Guinea, Finland and the UK. He speaks fluent Finnish and uh, uh, passable Hirimotu as well, which are two of the most absurd difficult languages that I've ever come across. Here's a photo of him standing next to his first car, which he had to lock with a padlock. 
There's nothing it's new under the sun, I'm telling you. Don't look at the rest of my it's camera. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple really quickly here on the correspondence section. Yeah, okay, yeah, um, cool. Sean got in touch saying, um, Jimo Traore was on Twitter this weekend giving out about Liverpool's defence. You know things have gone wrong when that's happening. <laughs> I looked at Jimmy's tweet and he says, no way you can win trophy with that defence. Come on, Liverpool, wake up. <laughs> Come on, um, Liverpool. And um, Ben Bennett got in touch with another ramble thing. Ben we were t- Bennett. We were, great name. We were talking about saying that he saw that Paul Potts was performing on the pitch at halftime of the cool. Korean League game between Suwon and Ulsan. Wow. More confusing than a Garth Crooks team of the week, he that says. That is. Very surprising. Having yeah. Paul Potts in that part of the world. I mean, is he out there I mean, performing? As our Korean correspondent, Pete, what do you think about that? What do you mean, Paul Potts? Being, being, were you listening to that? I was trying to find <laughs> another email. You sound okay. like trying to cover Natalie. it up. Yeah, From Natalie. <laughs> Paul Potts was performing at a Korean league game at the half-time. Nice. What's he doing out there? I don't know. We just asked that question. Yeah, we yeah. were just talking about that. <laughs> well, you might say he's a soul man, so up yours. Uh, Natalie Harris. He, he isn't, though, is he? Natalie Harris has come in with a, with a, with a, uh, with a, with a quick one. Um, Frank Sinclair. According to Dennis Wise, an old Chelsea programme was not the sharpest tool in the shed, as we've already used this afternoon. Apparently, he believed that, like the heart, the human brain was on the left side of the body. In training, he used to take penalties to the goalkeeper's right-hand side because he believed it took brain signals longer to get there. <laughs> <laughs> That's magnificent. Thank you, Natalie. That is excellent. That is absolutely <laughs> brain signals. Um, I'll finish off with this one from Ross Bernard. says, I found out this weekend that former AC Milan fullback Kaka Kaladze has become the mayor of Tbilisi. Yeah. Um, having oh, previously had um, the post of Minister for Energy and Deputy Prime Minister of Georgia. Naturally, he'll do most of his work on the left, defend this position, <laughs> tackle key issues, and be something of a utility player in that he will literally be dealing with utilities. Lovely. <laughs> Surely he's Minister of Defence. Yeah. That's where he's going. That's I, love a, I love an ex-footballer doing a weird thing. Yeah. Like um, Ian Desayu being a homicide detective yeah, in, yeah. in the Netherlands. Yeah, yeah. I, I just love that. Can't get enough did of George it. George Wire, did he get sworn in? As, uh... No, I think he's one step closer to becoming the Premier of the country, but he's not there yet. Yeah. He, but he's been involved in politics for a little while. For a long time, yeah, yeah, he has, yeah. Indeed, yeah. Antonio Conte is not involved in politics at the moment, but he was handed a lifeline by some poor Watford finishing and Mitchy Batshuayi. Yeah, it was, Watford started very, very well, didn't they? I mean, just in, in generally in the, in the first half, I mean, the Pedro goal was, was a fantastic goal, but yeah. it, it shouldn't have been a corner. I was a bit unlucky with that. But the great thing about Watford is they won't be cowed, will they? They no. did not let their heads drop. They're brilliant. And they, they are brilliant. They just take the game to everyone they play. And uh, I mean, Chelsea did very well at sort of restricting them to, to shots like from mostly outside the area to start with. But that, that, that Corre goal, I mean, I mean the, Chelsea, the banana on that. Chelsea, that was a great goal. Chelsea did, a great, uh, did very well at, um, coming up against Richarlison on the day when he just couldn't score. Mm. I mean, he, he would have scored two or three otherwise. Give him his full title, local BBC ro- radio journalist Richarlison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like Hartman someone awnings. Yeah. <laughs> it's like someone had changed the settings on his like PlayStation controller. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He was just pressing the wrong button. It was such a show because Watford, they if he'd have put that third one in, then you really thought to yourself they'll be out of sight here. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's all very well said. And obviously, that's not the way it went. And Marco Silva said it was an unfair result. He was really dejected. And that, mm. that is how far they've come. Watford going away to the Champions Chelsea and thinking, we should have won that. Not, oh, we were unlucky not to get a point. Should have won that. But it was an important win for Chelsea because had they have lost that, they would have dropped down to about eighth, I think, on 13 points. And they'd have been 12 behind Man City. Yeah. Now, of course, they didn't. Um, they're, they're, they're up there again and they're on, on 16 points which is not a great tally they'd prefer more but still better than 13 but you saw the relief with Conte when Aspilla scored yeah. Conte dived straight oh, into the ground yeah. I know. head I think, first I think he knew I think everyone knows that Silva's a great coach and I think Conte knew this is going to be a really tough yeah. one for them and they got out of jail there and when I saw most of that game until obviously it transpired the way it transpired to me, and I tweeted it at the time, Watford look like a top six team. They, they look so good. They they look, they, they, they're so confident. They're not the ball around nicely. They all know their jobs. And they've got four or five games coming up before they play um, United at the end of November, mm-hmm. um, which, are, which are winnable games. And even you would even say at this point, Watford playing Man United at home, it's a winnable game for Watford, that. Mm-hmm. It so, is. So they've got, a lot, they've got a lot to be excited about, Watford fans. They, do, they, really, they really do. Could they be kingmakers? You know, that, beating some of the big teams, you know. It could be, could well be, yeah. Well, you said, well, you said, well, you said the uh, top, top six, like Newcastle were sixth until they knocked them out. Watford knocked them out to seventh. Annoying. Yeah. It is. Just give us one weekend. <laughs> you don't dish it out in October, though, Pete. No. no, it's true. As Newcastle no. fans would do well to remember. <laughs> no. I like the idea of getting knocked out of a league position. Yeah. Though. Ow! Stop, yeah. Jo- stop <laughs> us jostling. Also, Garth Crooks legitimately said, I know he says a lot of stuff, but he legitimately said that New- uh, when he was asked how far Rafa Benitez can take Newcastle this season, he said the league title. <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. He must have. Be- he must become self-aware. He must have become self-aware. Like, Oi, 
Pete. Microdyne systems. Is it why they're not in the championship still? 11 points off City at the moment. They are. They can turn it around. Yeah, exactly. Striking distance. Is he microdosing? I think... <laughs> <laughs> It would explain a lot. I think that, oh my God, is Garth Crooks microdosing? I mean, that's, that, that has got to be a short title at some point down the line. We all are. Well, yeah, yeah. True. Um, so, so, yeah, Garth's confident. Yeah, I'll give him a fair play. Yeah. I love, just love it. Yeah. How do you think? League title. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even thought about that no, for, for that the, like, the, the shortest of the moments. The should have gone... Gonna give you another go at that. <laughs> yeah. And he still would have gone, yeah, title. Yeah. <laughs> but then he'll get angry. He's asking me another question. In his mind, he'd be like, they've definitely got a good record at closing it out when they get to the top <laughs> of the league title. Yeah. <laughs> so they could do it again. Well, Leicester won it. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, fine. Yeah. They did. Never mind. So anyway, Newcastle have only got an 11 point deficit to make up on Man City, who are playing quite well. Yeah. Cool. And as, but as, Watford's look, got less. As we know, when someone has an 11 or 12 point lead at the top of the league, that it never gets over. It's easily <laughs> done by them. Yeah. Done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. But if Chelsea had lost against Watford to go back there, Conte's job could have well been under well if it isn't already under a lot of scrutiny as well although Conte's not worried about this he said I am not like previous Chelsea managers I am different it is important to understand mm. this yeah. is it, and that he keeps talking about how he's not going to do the job for very long and wants to go back to Italy yeah, but <laughs> I think basically when, when Abramovich says I think I'm going to sack him there's probably a clause in his contract that there may be a payout and then and Conte just mm. keeps saying I may go back and Abramovich is thinking he may just leave anytime soon, so that'll save me a few quid. And it, it, they live in the tension, and it's. Uh, I'm enjoying austerity, them. Chelsea, at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're only spending 40 million a window. Doing less with more. Sorry, yeah. more with less. That's right, yeah. But Watford, they're, they're still six, really could do something this season. It could, I mean, they're on for their best uh, Premier League season ever. Yeah, you, I think it, I, I'd go as far as to say, it, I mean, they need a bit of luck, of course, and they are conceding quite a few goals. Um, a lot of that's to do with that Man City thumping they got. Um, but. And again, that they, aside, they really. need a bit of luck, but there's, there's every chance. Yeah. I mean, all it takes is one of those top five or six teams to slip up. Yeah. And given that Everton already are doing that, mm-hmm. um, it's hard to. I mean, you'd, you'd fancy Liverpool to probably go above them, um, and that'll leave them seventh. But you never know. Mm. You never know. It, it might seem a little bit churlish, given that they rallied very well and won the game four two. But would the would that performance in the first half be a bit of a worry for Chelsea? Maybe because when Watford got on top, they stayed on top for a while. And you think against <clears> you know a, a, against tougher opposition, maybe well, if, it, if that's not too disrespectful to Watford, they a, might get you know. It, well, Chelsea have looked vulnerable. They've looked vulnerable in more than one more than one stage this season. So it's don't, funny, be, funny. don't be disrespectful to Silva because that's Merson's back. No, all right, yeah. Yeah, fair all enough. Right. I, I loved something Silva said after the game actually when it was put to him. Like, are you are you happy with the performance? He said he said something along the lines of, "I'm never when I'm never happy when we lose a game, but of course I understand the question." Yeah. And I just thought, yeah, Jose like Mourinho that. would yeah. never yeah, do. No. That. I thought exactly the same thing. Actually, I thought K- exactly Kuma was quite thing. bullish in his post match as well. Okay. Just like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about my job. And so it's just like, well, okay, well, whose job do you want to talk about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wayne Rooney's. That'll do. Okay, let's talk about all your players' jobs then. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't doing them. Yeah. Yeah. Who's in charge of that? Under your stewardship. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Let's talk about the chairman. What does yeah. he think? About <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about um, his responsibility job and what decisions they might have to make <laughs> in the next seven days. How do you think about that? <laughs> oh dear. Speaking of jobs, Slavon Bilic still has one at the time of recording. Um, apparently, according to reports, he's been given two games to save himself as West Ham boss. And then you look at the fixtures, and one of them's away to Spurs in the cup. And he's like, oh, oh, Are they going to give him a behind closed doors friendly? Like, <laughs> yeah. Can I get a friendly against Forrest? Yeah. Because <laughs> that'll be lovely. Thank I bet, you. Very I bet Billich was texting Kuman going, Chess that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> That. What do you want to talk about? But I want, I want to talk about Cuban's job. <laughs> I want to talk about the two Ks, Klopp and Cuban. How, how bad are West Ham? Did you see it? Oh, they were so bad. Yeah, just Brighton, all over the place. Brighton couldn't believe the luck. No. Like, I think if you're a newly promoted side and you go away to, to, a, to a huge club like West Ham, okay, they're not one of the best performing sides at the moment in the league. Still a huge club, great tradition and all the rest of it. To win 3-0, it's the kind of a way to, on a Friday night, you think to yourself... Oh, we might never get a trip like that in the, in the, I've, in the Premier League. Um, I've what, gone, a, what an evening out for them. Well, quite. I remember going to see, I mentioned this fairly recently, I remember going to see Pompey get a comeback win against Crystal Palace at Sellers Park when I was a young man. Oh, you mentioned this London, the other week. Yeah, yeah. And I, I stayed up. Stayed out. I just stayed out. Stayed We're out. Staying. Yeah. yeah, just stayed out. Yeah. <laughs> and you never moved. You, and that's how you I've remained never in seen London. Pompey win away ever again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you, you, the, the, the most West Ham thing ever, and of course I know... I, <laughs> You know what I'm going to say? I do. And before I get something out there, 
And I do want to say that I, I think West Ham are obviously a very historic club and, and you know, they've done loads of stuff and whatever. Why well, are you making that sign when you're doing it? Um, that, you, um, <laughs> that you do really need to understand that the most West Ham thing ever to happen is uh, fighting in the corporate hospitality. Absolutely incredible. I love it. Because in my mind, that is a load of like local builders who've managed to be really yeah. successful. Like, and the... Stephen Bywater's dad, yeah. for example, who is exactly that. <laughs> was it him? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? You what can't lie to him like that. You can't slam him like that. What's the new stadium that's got like the see-through tunnel where you can see in? City, is it? City, yeah. right, okay. Just having someone's face smashed up against it. Is the, <laughs> just the team are, are walking team through. Out, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to work the other way around. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, it's Keane. <laughs> oh, dear, yeah. But, I mean, they're in 16th on the same points as Swansea, Everton and you, Stoke West. You, you'd have to... Th- I mean, look, I, I've got no contacts at either club, but I've, we've all watched football for quite a long time. I think it would be yeah. surprising if we were sat here this time next week yeah. and Billich and Koeman are both still in their job. Yeah. Mm. Well, Billich said, didn't he, after the game, he's not worried but realistic, which means oh, I've put my yeah. house up for sale. <laughs> you say you've got no contacts at the, at the club, Luke, but some of your mates do regularly attend corporate hospitality. They do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but Brighton were excellent, though, and, and uh, to the point of it, the second half, the Brighton fans were giving it the ole every time yeah, I'm passing it. Well, why like, not? Enjoy yeah. yourself. It's amazing, isn't it? It's Kierdo's called a great goal. Brilliant one. He was very impressive against Arsenal when, when, when they came to the Emirates. And, uh, he's, he's had a good season from what I've seen of him so far. And, and Gross as well put a, your boy yeah. put in a great delivery for the first he's goal. He's a fantastic player. I think he's an absolute snip. Um, he's, he's, went, he's gone under the radar. I don't expect him, with respect to Brighton, to, to be to be there an awful long time. He's fantastic. He can do a bit of everything. Um, he's not very quick. Other than that, he's, he's got everything in his locker. It's lovely to see 34-year-old Glenn Murray among the Premier League guys. Good player. Good. But, you know, a proper forward. That's going to happen with, with West Ham when they have the lowest, um, with the, you know, the lowest in the lead for, for, for distance covered and for sprint. And I know yeah. someone has to be bottom, but come on. Like, you can see really... why. Watch that game. You can yeah. see that, yeah. It's, yeah, absolutely ridiculous. But, yes, when he put the third in, uh, Murray, with the penalty... The fans were up and they were walking yeah. out. I mean, on mass and uh, directing a lot of hostility towards. It's Friday the night, yeah. Well, they were all going up to corporate hospitality. To <laughs> <Yeah>. be <laughs> fair, it's, fr- it's Friday night. And it's about quarter past nine. I'll be going to the pub. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's the point? What is the bloody point? Um, the, how am I going to cry about all this? There were angry scenes in Serie D as well. Oh, everybody, okay, right? Mm. Hey, how about that, Mister Linkman? It's not just West Ham that where you get angry scenes. It's also in Italy. Um, there was, there's a side called where Tourist. Palmerham comes from. Where you what? Palmerham? Yeah. Where, where does it come from? Palmer? Palmer, I presume. Presumably, yeah, I'd assume. Yeah. Why have you brought that into the table? I don't know. I'm just panicking. Trying to get in a European feel to this you're, part of the podcast. You're very glitchy because, today. Why have you brought the... in actual Palmerham and put it on the table? <laughs> That's my hand. That's, <laughs> well. That's what he's made of. Not very well. Um, yeah, uh, some of you would have seen this, uh, and thank you for those who tweeted it to me. Uh, Giovanni Leberti of uh, Tourists has received a lengthy ban after he, according to the Serie D disciplinary body, urinated in the direction of away supporters making obscene and vulgar gestures while showing his genital organ. (laughs) (laughs) Their explanation of it, which I know you're going to come to, is there should be an award for this sort of thing. This is magnificent. Uh, Well, yeah, the the club are going to appeal as they believe he was... So bearing in mind, the, the, the accusation is pissing in the direction of supporters, right, while making obscene and vulgar gestures, and it's best to use their terminology, while showing his genital organ, all right? That's <laughs> the, that's the uh, accusation. They're suggesting that he was just drinking from a water fountain and adjusting his shirt, which was inside his shorts. <laughs> Oi, Marcus, Pete bought two organs once. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know how that would... I I, I'm trying to think of the image in my head, but I, just, I don't know how they... They would have to draw pictures. How does that even work? I don't know. I'm drinking from a water fountain. Have you ever seen someone drinking from a water fountain? Is he flashing? Oh, no, he's just drinking from a water fountain. (laughs) Amazing. I love it. Absolutely no reason for it to be in there. (laughs) There you go. What are we talking about now, then? Going back to the gentle organ. Oh, dearie me. Right, let's go for a quick ad break. Beautiful young eggs. Eggs that need a mum to take care of them. Welcome back to the football ramble, everybody. Before we go to the championship, for a little um, for a little um, mention of the uh, the old farm derby, mm. I want to just mention quickly the bet of the week. Yes, Brendan Doherty, uh-huh. uh, he piled in because yeah. uh, Stoke didn't win. He had Newcastle mm. and Stoke both to win, so we'll be looking for a new man um, for our best bet with Bet Three Six Five on Thursday. All woman, of course. So do get in touch. Um, and also one more final piece of order. Just before we got to the studio today, I noticed on my way up here that Harry Redknapp. 
has chucked his hat into the ring for the Scotland job. I'm all over this. <laughs> well, well, he's put his hat in and then he's taken it back out again. Start the car, Bondi. Yeah. <laughs> but once, <laughs> the, once the hat's in, the hat's in. Well, he said, he said, well, it's a great job. I, you know, I watch the Scotland games more than the England games. Oh, yeah. But I've no chance of getting it, like, really. Yeah, oh. and then he sort of talked up Joe Jordan for the job, didn't he? But his, um, his actual quotes were, I must be truthful. I watched the Scotland games and not the England games because there was nothing on the England games. But his last two Scotland games, the win against Slovakia, the late goal, I kicked every ball that day. Oh, We've got a great tweet from Daniel Killington who said, uh, look forward to him naming 18 people in the 23-man squad. Hashtag down to the bare bones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to bring in a striker from Slovenia. <laughs> Send a message. But at the moment, he plays for Slovenia. Yeah. You know. And I also don't talk about other countries' players. So. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't have to move as well. Could do it all from Sandbanks. That's yeah. true. Take training over Skype. Indeed. <laughs> Well, there we are, you see. There we are. Well, we'll look, see, look forward to see how that develops. Indeed, I'd yeah. love to see him at the job. I think he'd do a good job there. I the think way. he would, yeah. I mm. think he would. Harry Redneeps. He was brilliant at Birmingham. So. He certainly was, yeah. <laughs> we, we saw, we saw, we, we saw, I saw a couple of tweets as well saying that who's he going to sign, who's he going to get in to play? Um, Rabbi Keane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jermaine McFoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Old Farm Derby. Indeed, Jack. To the championship. Yeah, it was, uh, it was the Tractor Derby, which ended... Is Tractor Derby or Old Farm Derby? I like Both. Old Farm, but I don't think it matters. Yeah, okay, yeah. Norwich won 1-0. Ipswich haven't beaten Norwich since 2009. They started the game very well, Ipswich. They did. They, yeah, they should have got something yeah. out of it. It's so annoying if you're an Ipswich fan. Yeah. <laughs> or Mick McCarthy, just in general, I suppose. It was nice to see Angus Gunn in golf for Norwich. He's on loan yeah. at Norwich uh, from uh, Man City, I think. There's a player one. from Man City on loan. Yeah, who would have thought that? <laughs> yeah. Strange, yeah. But it's Brian Gunn's son. Yeah, no, yeah. And yeah. Susan Son of Gunn. a gun. Son of a gun. Susan Gunn, the artist yeah. as well. Yeah. Give her a mention, Peter. Yeah, um, but... No. <laughs> Put your palm of the away and no. give her a mention. <laughs> Get your gun out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Angus Gunn, wonderful stuff. Uh, yeah, it was a good win for Norwich, though, no doubt. And uh, they'll be on the It'll be interesting to see what they'll do this season. Funny side Norwich. I'm sort of looking at them thinking, uh, are you going to. I think, I think they're, they're do gonna... you fancy it? Do you I think, I think they're sort of going in, 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 in that you mentioned, uh, presumably the pressure's off because Schmeichel is pretty good. <laughs> Because Casper Schmeichel is so good. Yeah. And so the pressure's off. He can be absolutely dreadful. And no one will be like, oh, well, not as good as your dad, are you? Mm. That's true. Yeah. But, yeah the pressure on him is in the art world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But the Championship's a good league right. at the moment because I think the top, the top half of the table are in the playoff conversation as things stand. Yeah. One win can change it all. It can. That's the thing in the Championship. It'd be like a side who are... Especially if you're beloved Fulham, Marcus. Well... Yeah. They got beaten, they, at the weekend. Mugged off by Aston Villa and yeah. John Terry. Yeah. The Villa are on the march... They they are. Are, they're, they're above Norwich now. No, yeah. Losing two one to Villa, if anything, is a respectable score. The winner did involve um, a sort of an air shot. Yes, it was it an did. accidental dummy. So it's still slightly clownish. <laughs> so that's great. But yeah, but they're up to it. Steve Bruce announced after the match: "The winter is upon us, and the marathon is starting." Wow, strange! Game I don't know if that was that is, what yeah, a but cool to <laughs> Starts off Game of Thrones and then goes all sort of you know grandstand. I, think, I think he was talking about Luke's Great South Run. Yeah, <laughs> what, what's the quote again? <laughs> the winter is upon us and the marathon is starting. Jesus, yeah, it felt like a marathon. Although it feels like more autumn. I'll tell you, another team who's doing doing quite well in the championship at the moment is um, is Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> But every time I do the highlights of the week thing out on the Facebook, <laughs> I just get a load of Sunderland fans going, oh, we didn't win again. I do I mean, forget they how many away. people... I, I, I do forget how many people listen to the Football Ramble who just bought Sunderland. I go, what? what are you, why? Yeah, they drew there's away. for you. They drew away, uh, Pete. <laughs> no, there's plenty for them. Yeah. But stop if you do stop listening, away. please do a, download. A, a dirty plastic Geordie and, and, and news from the Championship. That's all you get. Um, by the way, um, three draws in a row for Sunderland now. Um, which if they carry on like this and draw every game for the rest of the season, they'll still get relegated. Yeah. So. It's a platform to build on. Yeah. A platform that has a trapdoor in it. And will collapse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Independently of the trapdoor. Yeah. Will Dick Advocat go back there and save the day? Will he? Will he not? <laughs> no. Again, you answers on a No, he won't. <laughs> His name's not Willie, it's Dick. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Sorry. Willie Advocat. Um, <laughs> the worst Christmas drink. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, Grandmama, come downstairs. There's some good Africa on the side for you. Mother. Season's greetings. <laughs> I brought it in from the courtyard. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great impression of uh, people from Sunderland there. Yeah, I know. Um, I think that's a fantastic championship round at that, that chaps. Did, yeah, very yeah, yeah. We've got to mention Hull City because they mm. won away at Barnsley, which was Hull's first away win since August 2016. Silver's legacy. <laughs> 24 games they went, but uh, the charismatic Leonard Slutsky was very pleased. Although Barnsley manager Paul Heckenbottom, what a name, um, he told reporters, 
I said to the players that I'm upset for them and I'm angry with them. What, presumably because they've got Paul Hackingbottom as their manager? <laughs> <laughs> They're not doing very well either. I'm upset because it's me and you've got to deal with me, but I'm angry because you lost the game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, great win for Hull. I, I, and our old uh, Slutsky's a bit of a character, isn't he? Oh, big time, yeah, he is. He's, yeah, he's yeah, been yeah. a character for a little while now. He certainly has, He's yeah. almost post-character. Yes. It's, because all... it's like Klopp, we've got to stop saying that he's adorable because no, I... he's got a job to do. True, but I think, I think people are well aware of Klopp. The scathing mm. assessment. In this, <laughs> in this country, whereas I think uh, old Slutsky's um, charisma is yet to fully come out. I next, think I next think... Chelsea manager? Big if... friends with uh, Bitch, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah, yeah that's true. Um, I, think if, I think if Hull got promoted from the... From the championship this season, which they won't. Oh, he's going to rap. If they didn't, yeah, he's going to rap, and also yeah. that's where we'll start to see him. Yeah, right, yeah. Okay. Well, the, to his own. well, the rap will will be the dead giveaway. <laughs> the Slutsky he, rap. He's quite a sort of well decorated manager and stuff. For people who don't know he's he's managed at some decent places. You know, he has. He's managed the national team. He's managed at Seska uh, Moscow and all sorts. Of and he, he, he's one of the few managers who wanted to come to England, and uh, he's willing to you know start in the championship, which is which should be commended. I think. Bit like Michael Appleton, bit like Michael yeah. Appleton, who who took the uh, the Leicester assistant job when he was already managing the team because he thought you never know exactly. But now you know, now you do know. <laughs> That's it. There you can sort of assume, I think, can't you? Bit of hard work, and you can be in the hot seat. Anyway, I want a hat trick for going for glow, so let's do it. Let's go for going for glow, everybody. Lord, it's time for going for glow, people. Uh, what are we on to at the moment? What are we on to? Um, what do you mean? What's what the scores? Oh, What's I'm the not scores, sure. Guys? Um, I'm I'm on I'm on a hat trick though. That's all I know. I think Marcus and I are ahead ahead. Is that I fair? think I'm on I four. Think so, yeah. Jimmy, I think you, I might be on about three or four. Jimmy, you move my laptop away because you can't help look at the screen. Be, no, no, Jim, because you have some there. reserve, yeah, mate. To, well, I don't. I'd Jim rather could, not need the reserve. It's distracting. <laughs> to be fair, Jimmy, <laughs> he, could, he could have had a peek at your don't screen. Look at that, don't look at I've, that. I'm with Pete. I think that was a double bluff. Yeah. Do you reckon? You didn't want to touch your screen. Pete doesn't think. If I'm in your head, I'm in your head. Anyway, I still take my chances. To be honest, the person who emailed this and emailed it to the show at the football ramble. Did they really? No. Silly, silly. Saberi. Where Thank should you. they send them, Peter? Thank Jim you. at the. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, Jim, and then CC me in. No, yeah. Pete at thefootballramble.com. That's where you're you sending involved. But no DMs on Twitter. Thank you very much to uh, everyone who got involved. Uh, Pasha Saberi. Uh, Saberi uh, for, uh, for Thanks, this Pasha. Thank you, Pasha. Brilliant stuff. Um, clue number one. Oh. I am one of the biggest celebrity stars in my country, so much so that my 2002 wedding was nationally televised Stop. in my country of birth. Sasa Churchich. No, not Stop. Sasa Churchich. Norberto Solano. No, not Norberto Solano. I think you can get this quite soon, actually. <clears throat> um, I started my career in Europe at Ghent, where I won the Belgium Ebony Shoe in 2000. Ebony Shoe. Ebony Shoe. Number three. After a loss, I came into the locker room and called my teammates miserable cunts. <laughs> <laughs> in response, my strike partner Ibrahimovic uh, responded by saying, "If anyone was the cunt, it was me." Stop. In response, I threw a pair of scissors at him, narrowly missing him. Stop. Oh, I've heard Ema- this. Story. Emmanuel Adebayor. Incorrect. I've heard that story before. That's annoying me. Nah. Mm. I won fifty-one caps for my country, scoring twenty times. Why has he got scissors in the locker room? I don't know. Yeah. In 2006, I missed out on playing in the final of the African Cup of Nations after calling my coach a donkey in the semi-final after getting substituted. Stop. Oh, Eto. I was going to say that. Incorrect. I was going to say something. Uh, Number six, I scored 22 goals in English football. Stop. Oberfemi Martins. Incorrect. I've been... He's got loads more than that. Uh, (laughs) Loads more. Loads more, mate. I think it's gone 50 for Newcastle. Uh, I have been referred to as both the King of Cairo and the Young Pharaoh. Oh, stop. Mido. Marcus Spelling. Yes! I returned in 2013, my last club to play for being Burnley, and I was rather rotten for a professional yeah. football near the end of my... Uh, well done, Marcus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well done, mate. Oh, yeah. Good one. That was good. That was yeah. a good one, yeah. Well done, Pasha. Well, well done, well. Pash. Pash, pash. Nice one. Yeah. Excellent stuff, yeah. Pete at thefootballramble.com. <laughs> yeah. That's where you send your going for glory. Well, at least you know none of us uh, cheated. Yeah, none of good us point, saw it. good point. Yeah, I did. I just well played along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just playing, it, playing the long game. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, and right, there we cool. are. Any more for any more, gentlemen? Let's Nothing. get out of here. Lovely. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. It's been an absolute pleasure. Of course, don't forget the preview show out on Friday morning. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. And on the concerts out every Wednesday. See you then. Say goodbye, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got anything to plug. Bye. Say goodbye, Palmer Ham. Yeah. Bye, Palmer Ham. Put your, put your organ away.
Hello, everyone. We are delighted to tell you that after we finished recording this, <laughs> this uh, particular episode of the Football Ramble, we emerged from our studio to find out that Mr. Ronald Koeman has been fired. Take it away, Marcus Speller. Um, and let's speculate because he may well be Scotland manager by the, <laughs> the afternoon. <laughs> I mean, and by the time we finish recording this little addendum, let's assume Bilic has gone as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> should we do one for Bilic? Uh-huh. Let's do one for Rafa. Let's do one for Pochettino. Yeah. He's off to Real Madrid. We should yeah. do one for every manager. Marcus, yeah. you're, the, you're the Ronald Koeman um, correspondent, uh-huh. special correspondent. Yeah. How it, more importantly, how is this going to affect his Twitter output? I think, that, mm. well, it's going to be very sour, but now that Marco Silva's managing Barcelona <laughs> and Koeman's <laughs> taken over at Watford, then yes. it, I think he'll yeah. back, be back on and, track. And yeah. Now that um, Arsene Wenger um, no, he's still there. Southgate has swapped jobs. <laughs> I mean, that creates absolutely no vacuum. Yeah. So, oh, where Jim, do you? Whatever happens, Vega's still at Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry That's about very that. Very true. Very, very true. So, yeah, where's he going to go? Koeman. I don't know, Algar for a couple of weeks, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's his first portal call. I'll tell you now, as I said on the main show that you might have just heard, you probably have if you listen to this, <laughs> Erwin Kuma's now got a decision to make. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, Louis Van Hull will be sitting on the porch. I've uh, been sacked at Everton, have you? I, yeah. don't, I don't not fancy the job. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, Harry. Harry, 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 get him in, get him in, bare bones, bare bones. <laughs> <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 